Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 358. Now, the Poshmark mini-series update is all available on the website. I covered that last month and had a lot of fun with it. Those episodes, uh, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on, so I do recommend check it out. I've also updated the mini-series page, which is also available at bemovingforward.com. This is where you're going to find a lot of the write-ups to the episodes, where I sometimes provide additional details, pointers, and things like that. So uh, I recommend check it out, all available at bemovingforward.com. All right, today I want to talk about a phenomenon that you may or may not be familiar with. I want to talk today about Squid Game. You've either been binge-watching this and telling your friends about it, or you may not have heard of it, and it's really interesting. So let's talk a little bit about what Squid Game is, and we'll talk about what it means uh, why it's a little bit about why it's been so successful. What what are some of the takeaways that we can learn from it, and what it means for Netflix? And I think this will be a very interesting episode to really unpack that. Now, what I'm not going to do is I'm not really going to talk about the story. I'm not going to do a film review. If you're interested in more of the entertainment side of things, do check out my summer mini series where I really did a lot of film reviews, including episode 340. Train to Busan, where I touched on this a little bit in my review of that uh, that review, talking about how Korean entertainment has really start, uh, captured a lot of the imagination outside of Korea, uh, including here in the U.S. So I think it's it's really amazing to see, and Squid Game is just blasting the doors open. And so let's talk a little bit about it. It came out of seemingly nowhere. Netflix dropped it onto their platform September 17th, 2021. Very little advertising or fanfare. I think it's safe to say uh, when it debuted, I think most people didn't know what Squid Game was. I think there had maybe had been a press release uh, a couple of years ago, maybe in uh, I think around 2018 where a small one talking about Netflix uh, developing this. What is the significance of this for Netflix? Well, we'll start here. Netflix has been investing a lot into Korean drama. And uh, you may be familiar with K-pop. You may be con- uh, familiar with K-drama. This is a subgenre that has really, really taken off over the last couple of years. And not just in Korea, not just in Asia, but all over the all over the globe and particularly in the US you're seeing a growing number of fans of what they call K-drama or Korean drama. This is uh what makes Squid Game unique is the fact that I believe this is Netflix's first produced Korean drama series. Prior to this Netflix has been investing and in licensing uh already created content from different um production houses and producers in Korea. So Netflix has really been ahead of the curve. They've been uh, airing a lot of Korean dramas over the past couple of years, uh, as well as movies. And and in fact, Train to Busan uh, made its streaming debut in the U.S. on Netflix. So uh, I I think even more so than, say, Amazon Prime, where traditionally you've seen some older Korean dramas Netflix really has embraced this, and and we'll talk a little bit about uh, why that is significant for it as a streaming platform. Very little advertising or fanfare. Very quickly, 
shot up to number one, which was amazing to see. I, I saw that on Netflix that it had claimed the number one spot. I wasn't, I'm not sure exactly how long after its debut it it got there, but it was pretty fast. And um, uh, I had, I wasn't exactly sure what it was about. I think I read the brief description. And then I actually watched it the weekend of September 24th through the 26th. I actually binged the entire show in uh, in three days, just kind of breaking it up over those three days. And uh, I will say it is fantastic. It, it's really very well done. It's very well produced. And, and I do recommend it. Even though I'm not going to talk too much about the entertainment uh, side of it, I'm not really going to review it today. It is something that I do recommend. Now, caution, if you do check it out, it's not a genre that's for everybody. It is very, uh, it is very violent. Uh, and if and there are some very twisted situations in it, and I, I posted that it's it's both very messed up and and incredibly awesome. Uh, that is my description, my social media, that my tweet description of it, if you will. Uh, so just just be warned about that. It may not be to everyone's taste. However, uh, I think it is capturing a lot of people's imagination, and I think a lot of people are embracing it from all different backgrounds and uh, walks of life, which is really incredible to see. So I watched it, and, and coincidentally, during that time over the weekend, my friend Izzy, who I talked about on the Poshmark miniseries, she and her uh, sister-in-law started the Izzy and Rose Boutique on Poshmark, and by the way, they're doing incredibly well. Uh, Izzy had actually already was already in the middle of it and texted me as I was starting episode one. So she was said, you know, this incredible show that I've been watching is is Squid Game. You know, check it out. And uh, since then, and as of today, as I'm recording this episode on Monday, October fourth, it is still holding the number one spot on Netflix, despite the fact that there's been a lot of great content that Netflix has been releasing over the past couple of weeks. It's still held on very strong to that number one spot, and I believe has reached the number one spot in 90 countries. I've heard anywhere between 70 to 90 countries, I guess, depending on the week. Pretty incredible, and I've seen articles, various articles from outlets, including CNET and CNN, saying uh, from uh, I believe Netflix's co-CEO saying that this may end up being the most streamed and most popular series that they ever release on Netflix. Now, if you think about Netflix and you think about some of the most popular shows on Netflix, uh, especially in the in, in the recent years, and I've talked a lot about Cobra Kai being one of them. Cobra Kai, which was uh, acquired from YouTube Premium, uh, was a juggernaut when it released on Netflix last year. Uh, Cobra Kai, um, The Crown, Bridgerton, uh, and and of course things like uh, Stranger Things. Netflix is no stranger to creating content and producing content or acquiring content that is, that is extremely popular. That's in the in the zeitgeist, the cultural zeitgeist. What makes Squid Game so unique, though, is the fact that this is a Korean drama, and and I do recommend if you do watch it. Uh, do watch it in the original Korean language with the subtitles. You'll get used to it very quickly if you've never watched uh, subtitle content. I recommended the same thing for Train to Busan. Now, not not to take away from the uh, English voiceover, I, you know, I give full credit to the artists who are who do the voiceovers for translations. But I think you will get that much more out of it if you watch it in the original Korean language. You'll get the nuances, the performances, the acting is 
absolutely sublime in this series. So I, I do strongly recommend do watch it in the original language with the subtitles. I think you'll get more out of it. Um, it's caught the attention of a lot of business publications in the last couple of weeks. I, I you know, once in a while I'll see uh, what the news articles are writ- writing about it. Th- article, uh, you know, publications like Forbes and Insider are writing articles. I think even the Wall Street Journal I saw the other day, they're talking about this runaway hit and all the different implications and, and what it means. And uh, I think that's very interesting to see. Now, what I find intriguing about Squid Game is that once I watched it, I did recommend it to uh, you know a lot of different friends. And it was so interesting to hear there were people who had heard of it who had not yet watched it, people who had planned to watch it, and yet others who had not heard of it before. What is so fascinating to me is that in some ways, Squid Game has just really become this cultural zeitgeist, part of this cultural zeitgeist. It's having this incredible moment right now. And yet, at the same time, I think it still will continue building momentum over the coming weeks because this didn't have a lot of publicity prior to its release. I think people are just starting to catch up to it, despite the fact that it is number one. So it's one of those types of um, cultural phenomenon, entertainment phenomenon, where a lot of people have watched it, a lot of people are raving about it, and yet there's still a large number of people who have not seen it yet who are just catching up to it. So I think you're going to see, my guess is that it's going to hold that number one spot for a while. At at the very minimum, it's going to be in the top five, top ten for weeks, if not months to come, just because there's so many people who are catching up to it. So what I want to talk about today are a couple of things, uh, you know, just kind of trying to identify what makes something like this so popular, what makes it such a uh, such a force to be reckoned with. And, and, and I'll just break down a couple of the elements. And uh, really, one of the reasons why I don't want to do a review is because you can't you know, you can't turn on the web or social media without finding a review. And what is amazing to me is if you hop on YouTube, you will see tons and new ones every, almost every hour, tons of reaction videos from YouTubers to the episodes, people watching it for the first time, as well as YouTubers who are reviewing it. So uh, I do also caution you that spoilers are everywhere. There are memes popping up, there are tweets, and I do uh, I do recommend if you are planning to watch a show, which I encourage you to do, try to avoid spoilers. In fact, I'm going to recommend avoid even watching the trailer. Just give the first episode uh, a shot, and then uh, I think you're going to get sucked in, and it's best to go in knowing as little as possible. So I'm not going to really touch on the plot today. Uh, so what has made this so successful? I mean... There's so many different factors, but I'm going to break down a couple of the tried and true. Number one is story. I think this is such a compelling story. It's very unique. Uh, Have we seen stories like it before? Yes, but I think the packaging, the delivery, the scripts, uh, the effective use of the um, serialized storytelling, this is a nine-episode series, at least for season one. I think it's all very effectively done. The characters, the characters are so incredibly memorable. Each character is distinct. The series takes its time to develop the backstory while keeping the story moving along. It doesn't ever really slow down. I mean, there are moments in the first two episodes where there's a lot of character development, but you get sucked into these stories of these characters who are really 
many shades of gray. I mean, there's there are characters you will come to love, there are characters you will come to hate, and then each each of those characters will have moments where you'll find yourself conflicted about how you feel about them and their motivations. And this is a credit to the acting. The acting is absolutely sublime in this series. In fact, a lot of the actors, it's so exciting and fun to see a lot of these uh, actors who have been acting in Korean dramas for so many years just exploding onto the scene and just getting so many so much media attention. A lot of the actors are now for the first time on Instagram and I've been uh, following a couple of them and there a lot of their Instagram pro, uh, accounts have exploded to over 1 million followers and that's really just uh, amazing to see and it's a real treat and and I I'm so thrilled that so many of these actors are getting recognized, many of whom have been acting for a long time in a lot of different projects, but now getting that global recognition, and it'll be exciting to see, you know, where this this takes them in terms of their careers. The set design, this is a visually, there is something so unique about the show. It's really unlike a lot of series that you may watch in a lot of different movies. It's something that I was just blown away by the art direction, the set design, the use of color, the costumes. And I've watched a lot of behind the scenes videos. It's amazing to me that a lot of the sets are physical sets. A lot of the 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 actors, the extras even, uh, are real people and not CG. And if there is CG in here, it's really subtle. I think it's very hard to, to distinguish. So props on effective use of visuals and this is really an effective use of the medium i mean i I think in terms of standing out we have so much content in streaming that it has almost gotten to the point where a lot of the streaming content can fall into different buckets you know you have your your sci-fi you have your uh nostalgia uh series you have your your horror series Squid Game really kind of transcends a lot of that. It, it it blends in different elements. It twists a lot of what we know of the different genres and introduces us to things that are fairly unique, at least if you're not that familiar with um, subgenres like anime. This is going to be a whole new experience for you. So I, I highly recommend it. So uh, just kind of wrapping it up, one of the things that I really kind of drew out of this is that this is continuing to put Netflix ahead of the curve. And what was interesting is, you know, I've been following the company for a while. And just full disclosure, uh, I do uh, have some investment in Netflix as part of a diversified portfolio. But over the last couple of years, if you've been tracking the stock, you've been tracking the company, it's, it's kind of uh, been up and down lagging a little bit. It did very well last year during the pandemic as a lot of streaming platforms did. I remember though that articles were coming out uh, talking about how Netflix was, you know, facing a lot of competition. You know, you've got Disney Plus, you've got Hulu, you've got of course Amazon Prime has been around for a while, and you've got a lot of different newer streaming platforms that have come onto the scene in the last couple of years, and there's a glut of streaming platforms. And there was a lot of talk, I think, especially in the business news and in social media, that Netflix maybe is is no longer the king of streamers. Well, I think what Netflix has done here, investing in a cultural phenomenon, investing in Korean dramas, and taking a gamble on a show like Squid Game is, again, putting it ahead of the curve because it's something it's it's doing something that you're not seeing a lot of the other streamers do. A lot of the other streaming platforms are relying on either legacy content or developing off of legacy content. 
with Squid Game, you're seeing something brand new. And I, I hope we see that continue. It seems like Netflix is investing a lot into Korean drama. And we're probably going to see more imports from different cultures, which I think is only going to benefit not only the platform, not only the company, but the um, the viewers and the fans and the people who subscribe. So it'll be very interesting to see uh, what happens with this. But I think the phenomenon of Squid Game is going to is the beginning of something pretty remarkable, and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Anyway, I would recommend do check out Squid Game. Try to avoid spoilers. There's they're creeping up every day all over social media, and if you haven't heard of it, uh, you will probably by the time this is aired, certainly over the next couple of weeks. I don't think the chatter is going to die down anytime soon. Anyway, the write-up for this episode will be at bmovingforward.com. Hope you have a great week and a great weekend. I'll be back next week.